And what is going on, everybody? It's, of course, Saturday night again, and it's time for the Magic of Wrestling. On today's show, Sammy and Andrade backstage, the AEW Women's Division, John Moxley signs a contract extension, plus my guest topic of the choosing. What will he choose? No idea. Let's find out. <laughs> And please welcome my guest today, Alec. How are we, friend? I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, my friend. Uh, how's your week been? Uh, it's been, it's been, it's been alright. It's been busy, busy, busy. But um, what was it? Um, yeah, as as usual, you know, the week. Yeah, the weeks just fly past, but when you're there, it seems to drag. <laughs> yeah, yourself? absolutely. Yeah, have we managed to watch much wrestling this week? Um, I've seen I've I've seen most of it this week. Yeah, I haven't I haven't I haven't caught up with TNA yet. I had had good things about the pay per view, but um, yeah, I've seen I've seen everything else. Obviously, there's quite a quite a busy week, and obviously the weekend's going to be busy as well with the yeah sort of pay per views and things like that. So yeah, keeping up. Wow, with that. absolutely. So normally, this is the first time this has ever happened for me. You've become very, very popular. There's actually two guests who wants to come and say hi. First off, I'm sure you know this person very, very well. I, I don't think that we do, but hello. Oh, this is sold to be here, so hello. Hi. <laughs> and we've also got another one. I mean, I'm sure you know this guy pretty well as well. Please no. Hey, my good friend, Alec Haney. You know, I was watching the show backstage, and I thought, no one can understand a word they're saying. That's good. <laughs> I, I, that, like that, some... that, that's unfortunate, but everybody's got that same predicament with the Canadians. You know, they, nobody can understand them. No Ooh. one can understand us, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Of course, these two guys want to obviously come on the show and obviously say hi. I mean, you've been a very popular guy. So, guys, yeah. this is obviously Alec. Well, me and me and Alec Haney, we've buried, buried the hatchet. I was calling him at all hours of the night on the uh, Dynamite After Dark show. <laughs> he is getting mad. He's making up these Vince McMahon yeah. voices to, you know, uh, fight with me. But you know what? We have an understanding now. We both kind of apologize. We buried the hatchet, and uh, you know it's good. It's good to have an understanding and, and be friends. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you and Dollywood kind of got off to a bad start <laughs> when you guys first met in in, in AFW chat. Why? Why was that? I can't remember. I'm sort of. I know. I I, I know. I'm an instigator. Of trouble. That's you right. and instigated. No. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, because I'm such good friends with Canada Draw. Like, I thought you were being mean to him. So I like immediately like jumped to our chat. And I was like, why is he being so mean to you? What's going on? What's why? Why? And he was like, no, that's just him. Like, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. Half the time I'll I'll be like. I'll, I'll I'll message him. I'm like, hey, stop being a dick. <laughs> we also forgot you got an award, if you remember. Yep. You got yes, the award. He won. He won the saltiest salt shaker award. Yes, I voted for him. Yes. <laughs> I'm hoping for the pepper one next year to complete the set. You want a, a pepperiest pepperest award? Pepper yes. Award. 
Right, so should we get into some wrestling news? So do you guys want to stick around for the Magic Weekly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah go Let's on. Let's do it. Let's get into our part one. We call the Magic Weekly. Now then, Mr. Haney, on the screen you will see four pictures. Now, each one represents a different story. So, which one do you want? One, two, three, or four? Well, I might be in trouble, <laughs> um, but um, I'll go with I'll go with number one. We'll go with Sammy and Andrade just now. Right. So, obviously, this week has obviously been so much backstage heat between Andrade and Sammy. Alec, what's your opinion on this? Well. <laughs> For for me, what was it? Um, the the the, situa- the situation there is Sammy's been involved in a few few little incidents now with with um, backstage and other things. It, it, there was the there was this there was a time where he sort of disrespected the impact as well. You know when they sent him there to do a, do a, a couple of matches when they mm-hmm. were doing the relationship there. So and he sort of. Um, wasn't very pleasant about it. <laughs> so I don't know if that affected that situation. You know, and Andrade, as you know, but was it, um, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the sort of uh, what was it, um, sort of his sort of persona and the way he has similar to what he was in the sort of when he was in the WWE. You know, um, so I don't think he would have much of an impact if uh, what was it, if the, the scenario is true where they were saying it was leaving. You know. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I do, I, I, I do feel for myself that Sammy's maybe pushing, pushing it a little bit much now. You know, in terms of in terms of what he can get away with, and there's got to become a point where it's there's a breaking point there where he's Tony's actually got to do something about it. You know, um, yeah. Andy is one of the pillars. Um, uh, what was it? Andy's a phenomenal, phenomenal talent, but sometimes you just need to take that little back step. You know, and. Yeah. Um, um, I think I think he's mentoring with the wrong person at the moment in Chris Jericho in the sense that he has got that big ego, you know, and mm-hmm. rightly so because he's earned that position in wrestling. You know, he's earned the the sort of position that he's currently in in terms of being able to be that jerk, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because he's got that respect. You know, I think Sammy needs to Sammy needs to just uh, um, dial it down a little bit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but what do you guys think? Uh, Dollywood, obviously, we spoke about this on Wrestle with the Paranormal yesterday. Have you got anything you want to add with this? No, not really. Just that, you know, I didn't really think about that, Alec, but I think you're right. Like, would we even miss Andrade if he left? He really hasn't made that big of an impact so far. So if if he's an issue behind the scenes, then definitely let's get rid of him. Because at this point, it's kind of too big. Like, Sammy's too big of a, a pillar in the AEW community to get rid of him. So, hopefully, he's not the next C- CM Punk. Interesting. Yeah. Canada Dry, anything you want to add to that? Well, I think we mentioned this on the show uh, yesterday. But I think uh, if Sammy gets any enemies, they're going to totally fish to try and make him self-destruct. Throw little things out there. Get little reactions out of him. And uh, if uh, it's gonna be hard for Sammy to keep his nose, nose clean if that happens, yeah, yeah, 
we shall definitely see what obviously brings on this. So, next one, Alec, two, three, or four. Um, let's go for three. Three. So, obviously, it was announced, I think it was today, that John Moxley signed a contract extension with some uh, little backstage thing. What do you think, Alec? Do you want my real opinion? <laughs> yes. Uh, give, us yes. A, give us a real, authentic Alex Haney. The real, authentic Alex Haney. Oh wow! No, what was it? Um, you know, you know what was it? Um, I I was a big fan of John's before he was in the WWE, and uh, what was it? And the EW, you know. Um, what was it? I thought, I thought, what was it? It it was very edgy, you know. Um, and some of the stuff that him and Sam Callahan cut. But was it a? Well, I can't remember. Was it Switchblade? There, there, sort of. I can't remember what they, what they were called. Switchblade, uh, yeah, yeah. But um, some of the stuff they were doing back then was um, what was it? It was really, really. But was it next level in terms of uh, what was it? What they were going to do, you mm-hmm. know? And, and that sort of career, that, that sort of career progressed. Uh, what was it uh, to sort of seeing them in sort of FCW and seeing. The sort of stuff was it, it was doing with a uh, regal and things like that, you know, that was really, really, really interesting. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of psychology in his matches back then, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but was I don't know, once he sort of hit the WWE, the sh- obviously the shield hit the place running and it was sort of huge, but um, it, it sort of uh, what was it? Um, I, I don't know if it was a, I, I don't know if it was a sort of um, how do you put it? What was it? The WWE style, or or, or what? But it it just seemed contained, you know. It didn't didn't seem that John that was there before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was it? Where whereas obviously in AEW, what was it? That sort of came out a little bit. Some sometimes I wish you had a little, there would be a little bit of a filter with a lot of things. And uh, what was it? Um, as as you know, I'm a traditionalist with it when it comes to wrestling, you know. So but a lot of things with. What they do, but was I'm not a big fan of. But I think for EAW, it's a huge asset, and I'm sure um, it's, it's interesting. Uh, what was it? Uh, they, they talk about him as a sort of a uh, locker locker room leader because he's not known to be that outspoken person. You know, I think mm-hmm. Seth Rollins said recently in an interview uh, when he was asked if he still talks to John, he says, "Well, when they sort of bump into each other, you know." But John's a sort of uh, what was it, um, in person sort of. In, in your face, he, oh, he won't really text you, but when you're there with him, you know he's really sociable. So, um, again, that's just some well, what Seth was saying, and that was always the impression I sort of got. You know, I just think the locker room, needs, the, the locker room in AEW needs that sort of leadership, and I think John might be the right person for it. You know, in terms of his passion for for wrestling. Interesting, uh, Canada Dry. What's your opinion on this? Um, as far as a wrestler goes. He's like mud drying, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I absolutely hate the Blackpool Compact Club all doing uh, Brian Danielson's move. I hate that so much. It takes away the specialness of all of Daniel Bryan's moves. Brian I have Danielson's to go. Move. I can't. I'm not dealing with him and his negativity. <laughs> I have, I'm, not, I'm not listening to this. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, 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 let me say this. Let me say this. I'll... I'll I'll get back in your good graces here. I we'll think see. that um, John Moxley, as a as a leader, he's not he's not an outspoken individual, but he quietly leads by example. 
And um, I think that's really cool. And I think that, uh, you know, like, uh, go back to Wednesday night uh, with his comment on Hangman. Was that a shoot? Was that a promo? I don't know. But uh, Hangman did not look happy. Yeah, Interesting. Dolly, what your thoughts on this? I love that man so much. I think he's such a sugar. Like, I think he's probably one of the, like, I don't Thank think you. he's like a Thank sweet. you. I appreciate that. Do what? You were saying I'm such a sugar. Thank you. Stop. You know darn well I'm talking about you. Yeah, Even you were taking Natalia's comments, compliments yesterday. I know. When y'all were talking earlier about like how sweet she is. Like that's all that popped up on my phone. I was like, oh, are they talking about me? No, they were not. Y'all <laughs> were talking about her again. Um, she and I must have so much in common. Anyway, I think that John Moxley is such a like wonderful um, like role model for the younger guys in AEW. Cause I think that he is a really good example of kind of what can happen when you take a, somebody that didn't really come from a whole lot. Like if y'all read his book, like he didn't really come from a whole, whole lot. Like he didn't have much of a home life. His parents weren't really around a whole lot. So then for him to go and, and get into wrestling and all of a sudden to have so much wealth and all of these opportunities coming at him, he's kind of a beautiful story of how like, that can really change a person and his addiction issues that he's had in the past, um, him overcoming those. I think that that's a really like nice thing for them to have backstage, even though he's not super outspoken about things. It's nice that maybe they, they know that they can go to him and they can say, Hey, uh, you know, I, I've been struggling with like somebody offered me something terrible and I don't really know what to say. I think that he can kind of lead them and, and show them the right way. I hope so anyway. I also want to add that um, reports yeah. are coming out from Sean Ross Sapp that uh, Renee uh, Paquette is headed to uh, AEW. No, she's not. Interesting. Yeah. She's not. not. She, she signed with the Bengals. Renee Paquette? Yeah. His wife, his wife signed with the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know. There's reports that he's uh, as part of his contract that uh, he's possibly headed to AEW. She's no. right. It came so, out yesterday that she signed with the Cincinnati Bengals. But it came out today that, that she's also possibly going to AEW. I, I mean, I hope so. Like, fingers crossed. Like, I would love to. Well, why not, dude? Like, he only has to do work one one day a week for mm. each of them, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how the Bengals season is going. Well, you only, only got to do one day a week, right? <laughs> Bang it. Exactly. I, I, I don't think um, for me EAW don't need any more. Uh, what was it? Um, how do you put it? Sort of any more like talent like that, you know? Uh, but was it? I mean, who are you going to drop? Uh, well, Renee is just the top stage interviewer backstage. Like, mm -hmm. who can you get better than that? Yeah. I don't like the guy. They who do they got that that? Uh, Mavis. Yeah. Well, oh, he's horrible. <laughs> maybe, and maybe they'll keep Shivani like out from back there some too if she's back there. Because Tony Shivani does it a lot. Yeah. I like the sit-down interviews with Shivani and Ross. I like those. Agreed. Mm. Wholeheartedly agreed. Anything I, you put Jim Ross on my TV for anything, and I'm like, yeah. I I don't like Shivani. I've never liked him since since like WCW. I just there's something about him I just don't like. You know, it's his earring. I think like his <laughs> earrings gross. Yeah. Wow. That, that, that is shocking that Haney doesn't like something. Yeah. I, it, there's a disingenuous about him, you know, in terms of in terms of if you listen to him, it's, he just repeats the same things over and over again, you know. And he's been doing that since WCW, but um, that's I, I can't see the comments, guys, because I'm, I'm as blind as a bat. So I do apologize. Sorry. So um, jo Joseph Graham says she's doing a podcast for the Bengals, I believe. 
And then Joseph went on to say Rene needs to replace Marvez, which is what we basically just said there. So, yeah. so doing a yeah. podcast, you only got to do it once or twice a week. So it seems like she's got lots of time on her hands. You've got to remember some of these people have got a lot of projects going on. You know, they don't just they don't just do what you know. You know, they 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 are involved with other sort of other things. Well, yeah, Renee's got her own podcast as well that yeah. she does. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Yeah. Just one more, one more sort of thing about about John. You know what was it? Um, I know, and I know in the chat, what was it? I'm very crit- critical of him because some of the mannerisms he's picked up in the ring. You know, I don't like the shaking and the the thing like that. You know, but uh, what was it? Um, I, I certainly think, I certainly think he is going to be that asset. That uh, what was it? They need, they need a bit of stability after because it's been quite a turbulent time for EW recently. You know, and uh, what was it? again. Going back to topic one, Sammy's not helping the situation. You know, if he's pushing, he's pushing that button because he knows he's friendly with Tony. I think you know, and uh, what was it called? And, and Tony's very much a friend's a friend, you know. And I think sometimes the problem Tony's got is sometimes he needs to be a boss rather than a friend. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. You know, yeah. and, and that's not a criticism. That's not a criticism on him. He can't. He, he wears his heart on his sleeve. You know, mm-hmm. I just think. Uh, I, I just think some people just take a, take advantage of it, you know. I know they might be your favourites, but you've got to look at it from that perspective as well, you know. He's putting a lot of money and a lot of effort in what he's doing, you know, so you can show that respect back. Yeah, well said. I think that's a great little comment there. So we've got two more topics, like number two or number four? Uh, we'll go number four. Right, this is interesting. So this is called Topic of Your Choosing. Now, this is where you get the chance to talk about anything you want in wrestling. What do you want to talk about, Alec? Oh, that's a uh, that. Geez, that's a good question. Anything? Anything you want? Uh, so, who does the best arm drag? <laughs> <laughs> Dollywood does the best arm drag. Yeah, she does. Yeah, look at his arm. Look what I did to him. You're dead to me, non-biotic. Damn it. Okay. Okay. What was it? Um, uh, top topic. Uh, so, give me topic of, of any wrestling. So, what was it? Um, let me just think. So, okay, I need to think about that one. Can we come back to that? And we'll do, yeah, of course, can. So, we'll do number two now. This is obviously the AEW women's division. This seems to get a lot of criticism. A lot of people don't actually like this division. I mean, Alec, what's your thoughts on this? It's like, see, hey, what was it again? I hope I don't say anything that's, that comes across rude or anything. The, the the problem I love women wrestling, you know, I think mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I just don't think it's represented properly in AEW at the moment. I think I think the what WWE are doing, if it was a huge a huge stride forward, you know. I mean, look at Raw Raw at the beginning of the week. Um, they had damage control the whole way through that show, like they used to do with the men way back in the Attitude Era from the start to the finish. They had multiple segments. Right up to the main event, and it was fantastic. I think they're trying to build a foundation for something in the next few weeks, and I think we'll see something. We'll see something happen soon with Soraya there. You know, mm-hmm. um, um, it looks like they're building almost like a, a what was it? A couple of factions. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if picked up on that. It's just my. It's just my feeling that the, that's where it's going. There seems to be some sort of alignment with Soraya that's. Not uh, what was it, um, not evident yet, you know. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. You know, I do think the I do think the the TBS title 
at this stage is more prestigious than the, the, the women's title just because of what Jade has done with it. You know, mm-hmm. she's not she's not the greatest wrestler when she started, but you can see how th- uh, what was it? Uh, what was it? Uh, you can just see, but was it how things are progressing with her? You know, she's mm-hmm. she looks a star, so she can get away with some of the stuff that's not n- not necessarily what was it? Um, other wrestlers would get away from who are known for their technical technical ability, but then they make they make that uh, what was it sort of unfortunate error in the ring? You know, so mm-hmm. um, so I think I think I think for me at the moment they need a bit more time. To, to, to settle in and hopefully they'll, they'll get that you know and hopefully we'll see in the next few weeks what they do with with Stryer and where that sort of story is going I don't know if she's going to lead a faction or she's going to be a participant she keeps on using the term uh, what was it this is my ring which just sort of implies that she's going to get physical you know not just a couple of fisticuffs um, what was it? Um, so we'll see what happens in the next few weeks I guess yeah absolutely uh, Dolly what are your thoughts on this I think that uh, I think you're right. Like they're obviously setting up for some sort of Soraya versus Britt Baker, which I really, really love. However, I think that just like every other person in AEW, I think that they have like a few favorites that are the stars, and then yeah. everybody else just kind of gets buried. And I hope that that's not the case. Like in the in the picture that you have there, two of those ladies are hurt. Layla Hurst and Chris Statlander are both hurt, and yeah. so mm-hmm. now because of that you know, there's more people coming in and there's more people getting more popular. So I hope that when those two ladies who have been powerhouses in the past come back and they're they're well, that they're not just kind of pushed to the side or pushed out. It's, um, it's, funny, it, it's funny you say that because that's the sort of trend that I've picked up on with mm-hmm. the ECW is, is, is they, have their, they have their sort of person. And to an extent it's happened in the WWE as well. Um, they get they get that they get that woman over the finishing line. You get that belt round them, and then the crowd sort of go, "Okay, we've got that one. Let's move on to the next." You know, mm-hmm. um, and then the, the person that held the belt sort of doesn't disappear. You know, but they just sort of they're not, they're not there as much as they were. You know, and it's a, it's an odd sort of feeling when you look at the men. What was it? Um, what was it? I mean, John's John, for example, said the title three times now. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know circumstances have done that, you know. Um, what was it? They, they haven't really done that with the women. They, they sort of say, they sort of do a program and then they sort of move on. And I know there's injury and things like that comes into play mm-hmm. with that, you know. But um, hopefully things will come back round, you know. Yeah, well, my hope for Soraya is that she kind of does more like a like a like a daddy ass thing, and she she has her girls that she comes out with, and they fight really hard, and then occasionally she'll fight. Because her injury was so serious, yes. and I would just hate to see her permanently damaged because she pushed it too hard or too quickly. I, I, I will tell you, I won't watch Sarai, any Saraya's matches for that reason because mm-hmm. I was a fan, and I'm just worried that she'll. Mm-hmm. All right. To... So the three things that I would do to AEW's women division. Was he done? I don't care. Finished? I don't I care. <laughs> you guys been yapping for like ten minutes here. It's my time. <laughs> Go ahead, you can go ahead, look out the window. So don't. Oh, yawn. <laughs> Anyways, the three uh, the three things that I would do to the AEW uh, women's division would uh, I would get that belt off of uh, Jade Cargill, and I would use it to make more people stars instead of one person a star. Um, you could you could have a short little couple month runs for a lot of people. Um, and have that belt go around a bit and uh, be more of a 
a star maker belt rather than someone holding on to it for a year. Um, and then the other thing I would do, um, I would give uh, Soraya the, the AEW championship and let her uh, be that name. And uh, uh, the other thing I do is I'd hire uh, Natalia Markova and uh, she can freaking uh, carry this division. <laughs> then she gets the belt from Soraya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We should definitely see. So, obviously, Alec, there's one thing left. Have you thought of a topic yet? Thought of a topic? Obviously, obviously, I was talking too much because Aaron cut me off. So, and, <laughs> you're and, always talking too much. I'm always cutting you off. That's just how it is, Alec. So, so, so I, I, I need to think of something that will annoy Aaron. Ooh. And... <laughs> you want to give Alec some ideas on this one? Me? I don't know. I don't... Give him She's an innocent. idea. He's innocent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just get on his nerves by being hilarious, not by... Like... Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I want to know, have you sold any of those foot pictures that you've been putting online? <laughs> Me? I'm not posting feet pictures. Well, I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not selling fake pictures ever. You said on the All Up and Wrestling show that you. It was were a selling... joke, man. Oh, I've been looking all over for these things. <laughs> looking all over, uh, looking in the wrong places. They weren't there. They're in your mind. Hollywoodfeetpics.com <laughs> forward slash. <laughs> so, 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 what about? Um, what was? It? I'm just trying to think of a topic. So, if. If you could take anybody from the WWE and slot them into EW, it, what was it? Who would it be? And I mean, can why? we do the reverse for AEW and WWE? Well, we yeah. could. Yeah, yeah. we do both. Yeah. Kind of dry. Start with that one. So, would you take from the WWE system and put them into AEW? Uh, Austin Theory. Interesting. Why? Um, just because he's. He's that young gun that AEW needs to build a company around. Isn't he just Sammy? Pardon me? Isn't he just Sammy? No, he's different. He's much different. Um, but the, for the, the AEW um, to WWE, I would pick... Um, oh, that's a tough one. I would actually pick um, Penelope Ford. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Because she's got that WWE, um, she's got that Liv Morgan sort of look, and they, they, they would know what to do with her properly. Yep. Right. Dollywood, what about you? Who would you take from WWE and put them in AEW? From WWE and put them in AEW, uh, I think that, like we talked about yesterday, I think I would take Natalia and bring her into AEW. We need somebody. Oh, she would rock the house. In yeah. The I, they need that kind of a little bit more experienced um, female in the locker room, I think. I think that might cut down on some of the Thunder Rosa drama that continually <laughs> goes on forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I would take her and bring her over to AEW. And as far as, uh, I want to send Lance Archer over there because I think that he needs a big push and he doesn't get one. And that's a shame. Interesting. Okay, I think obviously you've asked the question, but what about you? So, so from WWE to AEW, I would say Charlotte Flair. Oh, I hate you so much. 
<laughs> this show is now ended. <laughs> and we just and lost like 10 sponsors. <laughs> and he did not watch the show yesterday and hear all of us dog her out. <laughs> this is a good one from Joseph. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't mind suggestion. that either. I think that's a good and, idea. And, and, the reason be, and the reason being for that is because for, precisely what you have just done. Now, um, it was um, she... You, you, you're talking about wanting if you're talking about trying to attract an audience uh, to the female sort of the women's division that's who you need you know somebody consistent like that you know not a yeah. Sasha Banks or a Soraya or that you need somebody who has got name power and and then a lot of people will say well oh she's where she is because because of her dad you know but if you think about it you can say the same thing about Bret Hart you can say the thing about Mr. Perfect, The Rock. There's hey, Alex, I think Charlotte Flair should join the New Day. <laughs> that, would, that would be stupid. No, That's because like, she's got pancake ass, just like they like deep pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then what about AEW yeah, to WWE? Like <laughs> no, I think it's hilarious, and I don't want to laugh. Oh, okay. Have you... Uh. Have you not seen the signs? The signs? The signs are always there on the WWE show for Charlotte. Uh, with regards to what he just said, <laughs> yeah, I've never paid him any attention now. Yeah, no, it's not me neither. But not of course, me. obviously, AW to WB. So, I've already mentioned her name, Jade. Yeah, I think I think she. If you were if you if you were to take your stereotypical image of a WWE superstar, that's Jade. Mm. Um, what was it called? And I think the women vision division they've got over there would elevate her even more. You know, I, I disagree with what Aaron says about not have people having not long title, not having long title. Run. I think I think it's great that she said that title. Actually, I'm not going to change your mind from Austin Theory to Cody because we want him back. Bingo, <laughs> bingo. I'm so I'm so with this. You can't, you can't have Cody back. He was off limits. That was in the that was in the the that was in the you know the you know the the the, the Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory contract and the, and the little right at the bottom <laughs> says on my question you can't pick Cody. <laughs> well, that pretty much wraps that up. So obviously that's the <laughs> end of obviously Magic Weekly. Are you guys gonna shoe? Yes, well, I want to know your answer. What do you yeah, think? I want to guess, Liam. Who would you who would you send? So I, I kinda I kinda agree obviously with Delawood. I think Natalia in AEW would pretty much like rock that division so much. Um uh, from AEW to WWE. I'm just gonna say Andrade because it just looks like that's where he wants to go. That's the only one I can think of at the minute. That would that would be quite funny if Andrade ended up back in the WWE and they traded for Charlotte back there. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Her daddy would cut her off. They belong so together. Just keep them both in WWE. No. Yeah. I, I, I them up in WWE. Just keep them, keep them away. I can't believe They can be the Sammy and Ty of the yeah. WWE. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I used to really like Ty, but, you know. <laughs> same. Same. But that slowly is just like, Bleh. Makes me want to vomit. <laughs> Does not think she's a very unsafe worker. Oh, I think she's horribly unsafe. Yeah, um, and, she, and going she back gave to our friend Natalia a concussion. Oh, jeez. Um, going, going back to going back to the first topic with Sammy as well. Um, what was it? Uh, what was it? Um, that match where where, she, where Ruby broke her nose. That, that, that was just that was just like nonchalant. Didn't give a damn, you know. For me, Sammy didn't protect her. 
you know. And with that, you know, and look at her now, she's she's off. We have broken nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's obviously so, had surgery on that. So Alex Haney thinks that uh, Roddy Roddy Piper is from Scotland. He, he, he told me he is, so <laughs> it must be. And he thinks that Bret Hart is is Italian. So. And he makes the, Bret, Bret Hart is Italian, and he makes a fantastic spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, this has been so I mean, much fun. But if you to Aaron, he thinks Chris Jericho comes from Canada. You know, he was a New Yorker born and bred. You know, he was born in New York, raised in Canada. He's got dual citizenship. <laughs> I think he needs a globe. What? I think he needs a globe. <laughs> yes, I think he's confused of where everyone's from. Hey, I'll tell you, where's Ryback from? That's what I want to know. Ryback. In your head, in your yes, head. it's in our head, right? <laughs> oh dear, guys. Obviously, I'd love to stay and chat for a while, but we've still got a bit more of a show to go. But Dollywood, thank you so much for making thank an appearance. Oh, Canada right, Dry, as See always. Later, thank- bye y'all. Bye bye. Sorry about that. Kick me out, no. damn it! <laughs> I'm, I'm a- there you go. Piss off. <laughs> Sorry about that, Paul. Uh, yeah, they wanted to make a big appearance. It went a little bit longer than I expected on that one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, right, so we'll get into part two now, so where we learn how you got into wrestling. So let's get into our part two, Thumb Theory. And the first question is, how did you get into wrestling? How did I get into wrestling? Mm-hmm. Um as a as a kid, there was um uh, what was it, um, a friend that I knew at the time got Sky Television, mm-hmm. and I think I managed to catch one of the sort of first sort of uh, the first time I sort of caught it. I think I believe it was I, I believe it was a a superstar show or something mm-hmm. like that, or something like that. And ever since then. Since the late I've been absolutely hooked, you know. So obviously to begin with, obviously to begin with WWF. Um, so yep. huge fan of that. Um, and then uh, what was the, I f- believe it or not found out about WCW through uh, what was it? The strange circumstance. So what was it? Um, I was uh, I was like a, you know like end the term sort of thing at school and um what was it um one of the classmates uh, what was it they had they had a sort of a uh, it was a visitor coming over from the states like a cousin or something like that and he brought wcw a championship on the mm-hmm. nez well what's this and i'm like these guys aren't real wwe's wwf's the real sort of thing you know so and it followed on from there so Obviously, for the next few years, it was mainly WWF because that's what was on. That's what was on television over mm-hmm. here, and then uh, what was it? Ninety six, the end of ninety six happened, and uh, what was it? Um, TNT on cable started showing WCW. So, believe it or not, the very first, the very first uh, Nitro I seen was the night after Bash at the Beach. Uh, I remember tuning in. And it was a what was it? A, I didn't even know it was on. And it, it's the scene. It's the scene for when Hulk Hogan, you know, they're throwing the the, the rubbish and the the cans and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. 
what is going on here? WWE, Hulk Hogan's a sort of, I knew he'd sort of left, you know, and then he was in WCW, but I'm like, Hulk Hogan's a sort of good guy. What's going on here? So I didn't have any context to that point, you know? So obviously, no internet and things like that. Um, Eventually found out what had happened, you know, and it was, it was, and then that sort of just enhanced my sort of love for wrestling. Um, as as you know, we didn't really have the Monday Night Wars as such, no, nope. because it was on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so um, Friday night was uh, eight o'clock TNT. Uh, what was um, WCW? Uh, it was a uh, till till about I, I, I think. It was obviously it was three hours, but obviously our, our ad breaks are different over here to the sort of states. So, uh, what was it? It's actually only about an hour and a half, you know, two hours of TV, you know. Yeah. Following that, uh, what was it? You had a, you usually had a sort of half hour. Uh, what was it? Um, in between before, uh, what was it? WWF Raw started. So, um, what was it? Um, it was kind of it was kind of odd, sort of seeing WCW. Lined up next to WWF, uh, what was it? Because we never really had that scenario of like them going against each other because we watched both one after the other. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, what was it? I think Bravo started showing Bravo started showing um, ECW, and that yep. was that was very interesting. I remember seeing, I remember seeing, it, it was a bit behind actually. It was it was the following year. I think it was sort of taking off because WCW was doing well and the WWF always had. Good numbers in the UK, um, um, it was and it was about a year behind on television, um, so it didn't really make any sense. By the time I sort of seen ECW, uh, I, I was seeing sort of the bits with Brian Pillman. You know, they uh, they didn't show the pay per view. They, they, they were just showing the service sort of, at Cyber. I can't remember Cyber Sunday or something. What was it? The, the the infamous promo with him. You know, um, what was he going <laughs> WF now. You know what's going on here. You know, mm-hmm. so um, found out about ECW, and at that point, I obviously had to try and find a way to go and see that stuff. Uh, what was it going forward? And as that time progressed, I got into sort of uh, what was a uh, trading, and I got into uh, New Japan, and I got into Old Japan, got all the old tapes and things like that. So I'm more of a traditionalist, and I think that's why I'm so critical of the product today. I've seen so yeah. much. Rest. I was sort of, I was sort of spoiled you know for all these great matches um it was um so I probably hold things in a different regard you know um, no. was, uh, and, and don't just sit down and enjoy it like i should now you know mm-hmm. absolutely so you obviously mentioned hulk hogan there is there any yeah. other wrestlers obviously you grew up watching well as you know uh, what was it coming from the 80s a big fan of roddy piper so um it was piper there was there was a warrior, it was a big name, it was Savage, you know. Um, interestingly, didn't really know much about Sting. By the time I started seeing Sting, I was like, well, not really, I don't get it, you know. Mm. Um, it was, um, and then obviously, because he was doing the sort of stuff in WCW, with, his, with the, he was like doing this sort of crow thing and things like that, you know, and it's like, um, it, it's quite odd with Sting, so if you actually look back at the, he's, he's WCW, W run at the end, he didn't actually wrestle very often. <laughs> you know, it was all it was all sort of story. You know, he was he's probably the original part time wrestler if you think about it. Yeah. Um, but um, yes, so they were sort of, they were sort of the main names: Bret Hart, 
Um, it was um, Sean. Um, obviously, I was a big fan of the tag teams and things like that. Um, back then, like, uh, what was it, uh, Legion of Doom and things like that, Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that was that was sort of got me really in it. I really enjoy sort of tag team wrestling, particularly in the, 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 the sort of old Japan and uh, what was it, New Japan sort of, uh, what was it, territories, you know, if, if you can call it that. The, the tag team matches over there with Adrian Adonis and things like that. And uh, what was it? Were, were really good with Stan. There was Stan Hansen and there was um, uh, what was it, uh, Murdoch and things like that. So there was lots of good, good. Uh, what was it? Western talent over there. You can sort of relate to Dynamite. Mm-hmm. One, you know, absolute beast in the ring. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. So obviously, um, what do you like about wrestling the most? Is it the matches? Is it the storylines? Is it a mixture of both? What for you as a fan draws you into wrestling? Uh, but if I think long term, it probably is the matches and, and the psychology, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think sort of lost now, you know. Um, everything's so quick and get to the point. And hey, what was it? Um, you look at, again, you look at stuff now and, and maybe, again, a lot of people enjoy it, and and it's not to say that it's it, it was that people shouldn't enjoy it. If people are enjoying it, it's fantastic. But for me, a, a good wrestling match is like, uh, what was it? Um, it's like I'm, I'm I'm like I've always said like the last like proper big WWF wrestling match uh, for me was probably um, Bret Hart and Stone Cold. You know, mm-hmm. uh, um, obviously the stuff that. Brett and that did with Owen, that was before that, you know. But for me, that was the last time, uh, what was it, um, WWF, WWE did proper wrestling, pro wrestling, where they had this, this, this told a story, you know. Uh, what was it? And that's sort of gone to an extent, you know. There's been glimpses of it, but not to that sort of level, you know. And I think that's why I, that's why I enjoy sort of, um, for the longest time, I enjoyed New Japan and things like that, is because, because of the technical. A sort of nature of it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, do you remember the first event you attended as a fan? And talk about that experience. Oh, a wrestling event. Jeez. Yeah. Um, the, the first wrestling event I attended wasn't actually a big promotion. You know, it was mm. a local promotion. But again, you just just that buzz of the, the craziness of of what the wrestlers were doing and things like that. There's a different sort of feeling going to a wrestling show, as you know. Um, then, then watching it on television. Um, yeah, but it was um, obviously I've I've seen a variety of a variety of um, sort of uh, promotions since. Still to see, still to see AEW. They've not been to the UK yet, so I'm sure when they're over, I'll I'll go to that. But um, mainly, mainly, mainly WWF, WWE, and a few TNA shows I've been to. So. They were really good. TNA, for, for, for all their faults, was very, very popular in the UK, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to do big three-week runs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep, sorry. Sorry, sorry go ahead. So, um, is any event you'd like to go into the future? Obviously, you mentioned AEW there. Is there any others? I'd, I'd like to go to Wrestle Kingdom in Japan. That was ever on the cards. And obviously, I've not been to any big stateside events so one of them would be good you know mm-hmm. 
whether that be AEW or WWE, that would be good to put one of the big events. Yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting myself for him to come to the UK. I've proper want to go, so hopefully it's next year. I know there's been talk about it for absolutely ages that there's going to be one coming to the UK, but we shall see. I hope it. I hope it's. I hope it's not a, a Fulham's ground because it's not a very nice ground to get to. <laughs> and it's actually freezing because it's at side of the Thames. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. So earlier on, you spoke about obviously what you like about wrestling. Let's turn it 180 degrees. What don't you like about wrestling? What I don't like about wrestling, because you know from the chat and things like that, I'm not a big fan of the sort of high flying sort of. Um, what was it? Flippy stuff. You know, I. I it doesn't make sense to me. Um, it was um, things have got to make logic to me, and um, it was it. So there's that, and then there's just the abuse of not protecting moves. You know, uh, it was it. We talked about we talked about like Moxley earlier on. You know, his 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 um, finishing move is effectively a modified DDT. You know, but yet you look earlier in the card where everybody just throwing them here, there, and everywhere like it's a <laughs> a punch to the face. <laughs> There's no, there's no psychology to what they do, so that irritates me about wrestling, um, and the camera angles, uh, the product, watching the te- product on television. Uh, what was it? Uh, I got a so head watching it, just for the particularly, particularly. I think all of them are really notoriously bad for it, but WWE, the cuts in the WWE are just insane. It's just switch, 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 switch. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm um, now you pointing that out. It is quite kind of obvious. Yeah, but yeah. So... Uh, yeah, not not much, not 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 much. Um, it was um, for much for for as much as I'm very vocal about the things that I don't like, you know. What was it? Um, I get that that's my opinion, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want anyone. I wouldn't like say my opinions like like. But was it? Um, but it's not the norm now, you know. I, I get things evolve, you know, and I get things people want to see different things, you know. So yeah. it's funny. Sorry, it's funny you mentioned that because the next question is, how has wrestling evolved from when you first watched it to where it is now? So that's the next question. So it's kind of like it's gone into the segue here. Yeah. Okay. I I think I think the fans are too too much involved now in wrestling. Like like we we're here talking about it, you know, and which is great, you know, but everybody's got an opinion and uh, what was it? Um, which which is. Uh, what was it? Uh, it's created that sort of tribalism in the, in wrestling now, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what was it? So, so you're either you're either one or the other. You either like the well, you're either labelled one or the other. Doesn't mean just because you're being opinionated about something that that you don't necessarily hate what what's been done. It's just the fact that that. So in, in terms of wrestling, the biggest the, the biggest evolution of wrestling for me is the is the the high flying, you know, and mm-hmm. the fact that I mean, it's not it's not even it's not even an issue. Just but the fact that wrestlers are a lot smaller. I remember you go back to like the eighties and the nineties. Everybody was massive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it just looks at like anybody's just put on a pair of tights sometimes. And <laughs> so, so so obviously you mentioned there obviously the fan base. Would you say the fan base is a little bit toxic as of late? See, to be honest, that, that that's in everything, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is, it is. For me, it, it has become very what was um, toxic. But depending on the the sort of group of people you're sort of 
uh, communicating with, you know, um, uh, what was it, um, that, that sort of toxicity, as you know, exists in other sports, uh, like football and things like that, or, you know, particularly in the UK, as you know, what was it, some of the rivalries, <laughs> some, yeah. some of the stuff on is just, it's just bizarre for something you be able to go out and enjoy, you know, that's why I enjoy American sports, and I'm sure, I'm sure they have got their issues, you know, but uh, it was, I love going to, like, watching American sports because there's that sort of, uh, what was it, um, fanfare about it, you know, everybody's there to enjoy the, the game, you know, as well as hopefully a team wins, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what was it, um, uh, what was it, but yeah, for me, uh, what was it, I think I would always say wrestling's for the fans, it's not, it was um, it's not for the fans. It's uh, in the sense that it's it's not for you. It's for everybody, you know. So mm-hmm. um, when people are critical, you know, they, they seem to for, they, they do forget that other people enjoy what what the other people that they may not like, you know. So you, and they've got to understand that, you know, that not everything that they're going to do is everything that you want, and and wrestling, you know. I think some, the fans. In the arena, show that a bit too much. If I've got sort of distance tent for something, they don't want it. You know, it's like an example of it just now, and and, and that goes back to what we we're talking about with the women's division as well with Love Morgan just now. That huge big push to get the belt on her, you know. And I think it was it Becky as a sort of heel made a sort of tweet months and months previously. She says as soon as we, as soon as they do it, as soon as we we put her over, you know. She's going to, you're going to hate her, and it's true enough, you know. As soon as she had that belt, it's like, well, let's move on to the next, next one now, you know. Um, um, which, which is sort of ruins it, you know, a, a little bit, you know. I probably won't have gone too much about this now. No, that's absolutely fine. No, this is obviously your episode, so that's why yeah. I've just let you talk freely. But yeah, we'll obviously move on. So, the next question is: Could AEW learn from WWE, and if so, what? I don't think, in terms of a product, I don't think they should learn. I think they should try and forge their own path, you know, and be, be uh, what was it, uh, their own company. I think there's a misconception that they rely too much on bringing in, and, and I, I know I know on the chat I joke about it, you know, and I, I, what was it, sometimes I'm, you know, it's, uh, what was it, um, it, I mean, I don't mean harm, you know, but um, um for me, eh, what was it? Um, what was it? There seems to be this focus on the the the, 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 the you've got the pillars, and then you've got the XWWE, you know, that come in, you know. And I, for a little while, there was a sort of rush to um, what was it? Um, sort of how do you bring the, that talent? And in case of WWE, they sort of resigned them, you know. So you got you got guys like Danielson who wanted to wrestle, you know. Um, what was it? Um, so he went over, you know, William Regal, you know, I'm sure Triple H is now, um, a, what was it, um, kicking himself that he's not there anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what was it? I think I think from this, that standpoint, they should where they should sort of take uh, to sort of put the question, turn the question a little bit where they should take a sort of a, what was it a influence from WWE is is the, the sort of the, the the sort of management, you know, of the product, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think EW is for much as it's it was it they say it's about the fans, 
and, and to an extent that is again it goes back to what we were saying before it's it's for you not about you you know um um i think i think we need to i think tony should not tweet as much as he does <laughs> yeah we've uh, said this many times on previous shows so everybody can relate it, to that it, 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 it sort of pokes it pokes the bear about a little bit you know with the toxicity of what we were talking again about going back to the other question you know is somebody's always looking to get something over you know um a, what was a one group or another you know that that sort of tribalism you know i think sometimes sometimes he's created a situation that didn't need to be created you know um i, I know he spoke the other day about why he speaks about wwe i just don't think he should do that i think i think um what was it um it just brings that, that wrong attention, you know, to 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 them, you know. But but as a whole, they should stay away from trying to be WWE and be their own their own thing, which I think they've done to an extent, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, the next question is: Could WWE though learn from AEW? I think they have. If you if, if you <laughs> if you see the change that's going on just now in the WWE, I think I think um, and and maybe that would have happened in that transition anyway. You know, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Uh, and I think that's a uh, what was it? Part of what the issue with Tony's having that Tri- Triple H isn't is he had the respect of the wrestlers, you know. But as Tony's come in with a bank with a checkbook and started a wrestling promotion, and I'm sure as some some people would this may disagree. I'm sure there's some some of them are over there just because they got that big that big check offer, you know, with a lot, a lot mm-hmm. less days, you know. Um, uh, what was it? Um, I think I think they've learned. Uh, it was uh, I think they've learned to do business a little bit differently as well with the wrestlers, you know. Um, but was it and have that? I think Triple H was probably if if, if it sort of happened naturally, and the AEW weren't there. I think that's what would have happened anyway. I suppose I suppose with Triple H, you know, he did have that more a personal sort of relationship with the wrestlers than uh, than it was perceived to be. That Vince had, but maybe Vince, you know, some people say Vince was very sociable. What was it with a lot of the wrestlers? You know, he, you know, he's uh, what was it again? Was it too clicky? You know, possibly. You know, there was only certain ones. You know, so, but yeah, from, from as an extent from WWE, I think I think they have learned from AEW, but I don't think they would admit they, they have. But I think they've they've they're following that sort of trying to market themselves as that friendly company now, you know, given the yeah. fan bond, which is what EW was originally about, you know, was it was for the fans, you know, and you've seen that to an extent in recent months with WWE where they brought back all these names, you know. Yeah. Back. yeah, absolutely. So obviously we've got a few little more questions as we begin to wind down. Do you have a uh, favourite match ever? Oh, favourite favourite ever? That's a good question. Um, probably, probably one of the, um, probably one of the Owen Bret Hart matches. You know, I can't, I can't pick one. You know, the steel cage, one and things like that. You know, just and the story behind them as well. And you hear, like Brett talking about it. You know, after the fact. You know, um, what was it, um, just the storytelling and the psychology in the matches was just, just phenomenal. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. I mean, there's lots of great matches. There's lots of matches I sort of love, but that it was it, being a huge sort of Owen and Brett, you know, was that was one. Summer the the it was um, the summer fun one in particular, you know, 
Um, but um, no, not the SummerSlam. Was it SummerSlam? God, I can't remember. Now. Um, um, was it, um, but then there's the sort of thinking about it. There's the Brett. There's there's a sort of Brett body match, SummerSlam. Um, there's the there's the the Brett Hart and Mister Perfect. They were, there's so many to pick from, you know. But um, mm. for me personally, Owen and Brett, that story was just just amazing. And when it came for circle when the Hart Foundation, uh, what was it, sort of um, uh, what was it? Um, what was it? Um, came together, the look in Owen's face, you know, like that twinkle in his eye, you know, it's like yeah, you came into my way, Brett, not not the other way, you know. <laughs> um, it was that, you know, it was it was really special, you know. So. I love that period of wrestling. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, what about a dream match? If you could pick a match between two wrestlers, what would it be? A dream match? Jeez, that's a that's a tough one. This I'd one gets everybody. I'd probably again. I would probably say. I would. I would probably say Bray. I'd love to see Bray wrestle. Thank you. It's um, a good question. There's, I mean, there's so many, there's so many to pick, pick from. You know, I, I, I probably would have loved to seen Brett wrestle Eddie Guerrero. You know, oh, I, I, yes. I, yeah. You know, uh, what was it in a program in the WWE? You know, uh, or WCW? And you know, what was it? Um, and tell that story. You know, the, the, the two of them are just, just phenomenal. You know. Yeah, but, uh, I think, I think, I think, I think, in terms of wrestling, the dream match, the, the the dream match has happened. Not necessarily for me, but for wrestling as a whole. And I think that was probably Hogan and Rock. I think that's the perfect mashing of generations, you know. And I don't think that will ever happen again. No, absolutely. I fully agree with that totally. So, yep. one last question is, where do you see the wrestling industry in the next five years? I think it's it's, it's just going to go from strength to strength. I think this World Cup thing that Triple H is talking about is something I've always thought what they were going to do with NXT, you know, because before it was at pre-COVID, they were, they were setting up NXT in, in UK and they were always they were talking about Japan and Mexico and things like that, you know. So, uh, what was it? I can see a little bit of a flip going on in terms of the, the product. I can see WWE maybe going a bit more pro wrestling based. Um but I think I think um I think EAW will just go from strength to strength. They just keep on that path, you know. I, I the the you know if they if they hit that hurdle like they have, so like the or the CM Punk thing and they've got the they've had the stuff with Sammy and uh, what was it, uh, Andrade and obviously Sammy and Eddie and things like that, you know. These are just bumps in the road, you know, and people forget about them six weeks from now, you know. So I think I think the wrestling business can only get stronger and stronger. And hopefully hopefully um hopefully we can get another big relationship. I, I would like to see them do more with Japan, you know. Um but um interestingly it's interesting to see what Triple H is talking about with these World Cup, this World Cup tournament, because that reach out might happen to some of these Japanese promotions. I wonder if that's something that's so impossible as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we shall definitely see. So that pretty much wraps our uh, little chat up. Don't forget, you can head to fmwrestling.com. You can, there's loads of stars in there. We're always adding stuff on. You can head to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash fmwrestling. Buy yourself a uh, nice little shirt. We've got absolutely tons on there. One last thing from you, Alec. Is there anything you want to plug, my friend? Um, just just put your plug and and up and I'm just oh. talk so long. <laughs> That's it. Now, this is getting flagged now. <laughs> oh, dear. Alex, thank you so much for being part no of the magic, my friend. And, uh, yes, that's all from me. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I will see you all in the next Bye. one. Magic Man, out. Bye.